The purpose of this show is solely to provide information for you to make your own decisions on the subjects that are presented. Welcome to the Ben Armstrong Show, folks. New information on the White House, uh, white, not the White House, but white fibrous blood clots. And we have updated statistics. Uh, this matters greatly because there are people still out there suffering. And they need to know why and they need to know that there's still people being pushed to get the jab. I don't know how many people are getting the jab anymore. I haven't seen a, a statistic on that at all. Hopefully, hardly anyone is getting the jab anymore, but I know there are. And I know people are still giving it to their kids. Uh, after you see this, this is just on the white fibrous blood clots. We've done shows on this before, but this is new information. More follow-up, more statistics. We've moved into 2024. And... Uh, it's so important and so well done. Alex Jones had a lot of information, and I want to give you as much as I can. It's an hour interview, but I, obviously I'm not giving you the full hour, but I'll give you highlights and as much as I possibly can, really in sequence, because there's a lot of good stuff. First, though, he starts out with highlights of the statistics that have been revealed and i want you to see that first so let's just jump right into it um the if you don't know the white fibrous blood clots did not appear until after the vaccine was introduced this is not even dealing with all the other aspects of like myocarditis and damaging your immune system this it doesn't even deal with any of that stuff. This is just on your body being told to make spike proteins, which that's what we feel, at least I, I feel, is what the white fibrous blood clots are. They're your body constantly making the spike protein and creating these blood clots that are in lots of vaccinated people's bodies. We know that for a fact. And that's what these statistics will show. So even if you've only gotten vaccinated once, there is a huge chance that you have some fibrous blood clot in you. You might not, but you still might. So they're dealing with that kind of thing. Take a listen. It is shocking, isn't it? Because we've got, like you say, we've got this brand new thing of these white fibrous clots. We've got five times as much microclotting as we've ever seen before. We've got a, a rise in grape jelly clots from 30% to 40% of corpses. It's, and that's all happening together. So it's just, it's horrific what's going on, Alex. And you know what? I think it's actually caused a lot of psychological damage for the embalmer seeing this horror story. And, you know, because they're afraid to speak out. They've seen what happens if doctors speak out against the vaccines. They see them getting their licenses pulled, their certifications taken away from them. And they don't want to rock the boat for their funeral home. They want to keep their jobs, you know. And like I said, they may be in a bad position because maybe their employer mandated they get the jabs. So, you know, it's just a horrific situation. And I, I, I'm very thankful that the embalmers that did speak out, the 269 that did take the survey, people like Richard Hirschman, John O'Looney, 
uh, the embalmers that came out very early on this and have a good conscience to try to warn the American public and the people of the world. The embalmers have told us that they're seeing a phenomenon of more infant deaths now. And this is a really sad area, right? I guess the good news is, is the no bars, you can see there is longer. 69% of, of the embalmers said they did not see an increase in infant deaths in the year 2023 compared to the years before COVID. But there were 21% who did. And I think one of the reasons why that yellow bar is, is fairly long is uh, some of the embalmers have told me, Alex, that um, there seem to be more cremations of infants these days than ever before. And so if there's any evidence of clotting or any problems in the child, then that evidence obviously is being destroyed with a cremation. And what's really shocking, Alex, is they're getting ready to uh, pump out a whole bunch of these mRNA-based uh, lipid nanoparticle delivery type products in the next couple of years. You know, they've got a shingle shot, an RSV shot. They want to use a te technology for the flu shot. Moderna's got about 40 of these things in the pipeline that they're ready to uh, you know, put onto the world. And, you know, not just hundreds of millions of people, but actually billions of arms. All right. What do you think? Moderna has 40 different mRNA types of vaccines. But I want to clarify because I've been doing this for a long time. I don't know if he knows the mRNA is not necessarily what causes the spike protein. At least that's that's my conclusion from all the evidence that we've done. done. So that there's a whole different reason why I believe they have 40 different mRNA vaccines getting ready to do it. They want to make basically every vaccine an mRNA vaccine. But remember, we're talking about fiber blood clotting. The fiber blood clotting... I think is specific to the COVID-19 uh, jab because the COVID-19 jab specifically instructs your cells to make the spike protein. These other jabs would be mRNA jabs. And unless they lie and they have instructions for you to make spike protein jabs, it shouldn't be that these, these, other vaccines would be mRNA technology, meaning they would use lipid nanoparticles to deliver to deliver the shot. That, that is what can cause people to uh, not have a normal, um, I'm going blank, but like birth cycle. It, it damages your ability to conceive. Uh, it hurts men's ability and sperm count. It's been proven the lipid nanoparticles hurt women's ability to conceive. And I think that's a depopulation type of thing. So the, the lipid nanoparticles are something totally different. We're not even concentrating on that. But I, I think that's population control. What we're going to concentrate on is is just simply... The blood clotting from the from the COVID nineteen shot instructing your body to make spike proteins, which seems to make the blood clotting. So let's jump ahead um, and take a listen because that's that's really what they're dealing with here, and and nothing more. I just wanted to hopefully clarify to people that when you see those other vaccines, I don't think they would cause necessarily blood clotting. 
but they're still going to be super harmful. They're still, the lipid nanoparticles are still very harmful. It, it's two different things. All right, here we go. So I said right there and then, hey, I need to do a survey, a nationwide survey, which I then later turned into a worldwide survey to see just how big this phenomenon was. Please continue. So that led me to the creation of uh, my first worldwide involvement blood clot survey that I conducted last year. And that survey had three main results, Alex. Of the 179 embalmers that responded around the world to that survey, 119 of them, almost exactly two-thirds, 66%, said they were indeed seeing the white fibrous clots through the end of the year 2022. The main consensus of those embalmers was indeed that the clots started in 2021 after the rollout of the vaccines. And maybe the most shocking uh, result, Alex, was that many of these uh, many of the embalmers were seeing these white fibers clots and up to fifty percent or more of their corpses. So, and that's exactly what thing. Richard Hirschman just said. And, and and this is speculation, but let's talk about people being scared. What do you want to bet? Almost all those other embalmers that they had, you know, obviously any flow of business, dead bodies. They're just scared to respond or scared to say they saw it. So I would imagine a lot of that above that 66% of that 30-something percent, I would imagine a lot of those folks were just scared to say yes. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. I trusted every answer I got when I did the survey. By the way, both last year's survey and this year's survey, I ran them as unbiasedly as I could, Alex. I only asked the embalmers, what did you see? When did you see it? And how much did you see? And what percentage of your corpses did you see these clots? I never in any either of my surveys, either last year or this year, ever mentioned the words COVID or COVID vaccine. So I didn't want to lead the witness. Wow. So I only asked the embalmers questions that they, they could answer. What, when, and how much? Wow. So please continue. Uh, in, in both surveys, I sent the I used a two-prong approach in distributing the surveys, Alex. We used a tool called SurveyMonkey. And I sent the uh, survey out in a link in an email. And the top-down approach I use is I sent it to 50 national, regional, and state funeral director associations, each with hundreds of members underneath them, funeral directors and embalmers. I also then use a bottom-up approach. I found out the email addresses for over 1,700 funeral homes around the world, and I sent the email to them directly with a link to the survey. It was really easy to take. Just click on the link, and it took you right there. Uh, this year's survey was 12 questions. Last year's survey was seven questions. Takes only about three or four minutes for the embalmers to take. What was interesting, though, I, I was happy this year I got 269 responses to this year's survey, which was great. It was 90 more responses than I got to last year's survey. But I actually detected a little bit of a scandal, Alex, going on, because um, when I sent the, this year's survey out on the 8th of December, the first day I sent it out to the world, I checked my survey monkey collectors about five days into the survey. I only had about 14 responses to it. I said, oh, this is terrible. I need more responses than this. So I contacted the 30 U.S. states that uh, their funeral director associations that I had sent the survey to. I picked the top 30 U.S. states by, by population, including red states and blue states, you know, Ohio, Texas, Florida, but also California, Illinois, New York, Massachusetts. So I, I try to be fair that way and not get any red-blue bias. But uh, when I sent this uh, survey out to them, I called the 30 uh, State Funeral Director Association presidents. And I either talked to their president, their secretary, or somebody else in their office. And I said, hey, could you please forward that survey that I sent to you last week out to all your active embalmers so they can take the survey? And let me guess, well, it had been blocked by the spam filter. No, 
God bless the Pennsylvania Funeral Directors Association, Alex. They did exactly as I asked. And I know that because the next day I checked my SurveyMonkey collectors, and I had 93 responses from embalmers, Alex, and they were all from one state, Pennsylvania. I then got up the next day and I had another 32 uh, responses from embalmers, and again, they were all from Pennsylvania. So in two days, I got 125 responses from embalmers in just one state. And it told me two things, Alex. It told me that first of all, embalmers, they want to tell you what they're seeing in the in the embalming room if, if they think they have the permission of their funeral director boss or their state funeral director association. Ah, so what you're saying is you you detected the associations that gotten the word, don't answer the survey. Yeah, and that's important to know. So he sent out all these surveys. I wanted you to hear that a lot because imagine if everyone just responded openly and honestly. And so Pennsylvania, what he did there when he's talking to them, he had them forward it instead of it just coming out of wherever he's having it come out of. It legitimized it. Like if they forward it and said, you can take this survey if you want, then they were willing to do it. He needs to do that going forward in every state, and we could get an even huge, way bigger sample and really nail it down. But you don't have to have hundreds of thousands of people anyways. You can still statistically figure this stuff out. But I found that really interesting. Uh, but it, he got around that, so we'll pick it up where we left off. Take a listen. Right, because wow. remember, I sent it to 29 other state associations, and what they did probably is deleted my email. They you know, they probably didn't forward it down to their funeral directors and embalmers to take in the first place. And that's key. And you I send the first survey out and get massive response across the board, but now the system was ready the next time. Wow. So that shows real premeditation by somebody. Yeah, and I have two reasons why I think that they uh, failed or may have been reluctant, those 29 other states. Remember, a lot of these funeral director association presidents are funeral directors themselves. You know, they elect one of their own as the president of their state association. Well, would you want to participate in a survey if you think there's a link between the COVID-19 vaccines and these white fibrous clots and microclotting and these other issues that we're going to talk about? If you mandated that all your employees of your funeral home, including your embalmer, take the COVID-19 vaccine, you know, if somebody gets injured, they may you might be sending yourself for a for a lawsuit. Well, that's right. Also, that's how corruption works, is this attitude of never admitting you're wrong, covering your ass, but you end up losing your ass in the end because everybody, it's like the Chinese, you know, they, they can't ever really build anything good because they they always cover up any problems. We're not supposed to do that in the West in America, folks. Right. The other reason I think maybe Alex is, uh, according to the CDC, about 80% of American adults over the age of 18 took at least the first two COVID-19 vaccines back in 2021. So there might be a little cognitive dissonance going on with these funeral uh, directors. They may not want to know the answer to the survey because they may have taken the vaccine themselves. So there might be some cognitive dissonance going on as well. That's right. Some Stockholm syndrome. They're sticking their head in the sand. Wow. This is important because we have to understand we're probably not getting the full story. Like the horrible statistics that he's already shown with, with blood clotting are like best case scenario statistics that that's what's scary that's what it tells me this is like the best case scenario and they're horrible anyways we'll continue on so we're going to go to break here in a few minutes we're going to do your powerpoint tell us what you're going to present 
Yeah, I'm going to present slides that show through the, uh, the year 2023. We asked the involvers again, what are you seeing in the terms of white fibers, clots, microclotting, and some other issues that we'll talk about after the break. And again, how do people find your amazing work? Uh, well, the Children's Health Defense has done a wonderful article. Uh, that's the um, publication that comes out of, uh, it's called The Defender. And it's Children's Health Defense. Oh, we love them, also, yeah. I did, yeah, I did a, a very uh, good uh, YouTube video with famous UK Dr. John Campbell on the 7th of February that people can watch on YouTube. That's about an hour-long presentation where we go into detail about the results of the survey. And by the way, he's so respected. He admits he got conned. He admits there's mass death now. That guy reaches 10, 15 million people a week. They're really scared of him. Yes, they are. Because he actually, at the beginning of the whole thing, he was somewhat promoting the vaccines. And then when he started seeing the data go sideways, he, he had enough integrity to make the change over and say, hey, wait a minute, there's something wrong with these shots. They're actually killing and injuring millions around the world. So God bless John Campbell. Well, that's right, because I hear this thing where, oh, you know, Dr. Brett Weinstein's now on our side, or this person came over, and people are like, oh, they're a traitor, they were wrong. It takes more integrity morally to admit you're wrong later. That's a sign of integrity, not the opposite. We need to have a big tent and get people to admit they're wrong and let people in the system know they can come over to us so we can stop this. Amen, Alex, exactly. We cannot throw those people aside because, you know, it, I understand they were duped. The, the, the powers that be were telling us the shot was safe and effective, and that mantra just caught people off guard. They, people trusted. They didn't want to kill grandma, but, boy, they made a big mistake. The enemies of humanity have been very good at dividing and conquering us. But if we simply start thinking about things according to the definition of is it pro-human or is it anti-human, we start to win. And that's why I had the idea for Team Humanity. I brought it up to Elon Musk. All right, well, you go into a break. So from there, you get more statistics. Um, the, the point is, is we have horrible statistics about embalmers finding blood clots. Uh, it, they're still finding it, even in the infants. And that is not all that the jab has done. That, that's not the only thing it is known for. If just the white fiber blood clots was the only issue, the jab would still be the most dangerous thing ever released on the human race. And we can get away from the blood clotting thing and realize, now let's add in that the jab is actually something that destroys your immune system. That And that's where the lipid nanoparticles and stuff come in. The lipid nanoparticles help harm your immune system. Uh, they, they do so much for infertility that I think the globalists who want to slow down human reproduction, they just salivate at getting every single jab to be an mRNA jab. Then you, you talk about that we know for a fact it causes myocarditis, heart conditions. But the damaging of the immune system is why it is, to me, looked at as almost a perfect bioweapon. Because if you can basically do a fake AIDS, and they call it VADES, 
It's it's vaccine induced. It acts like AIDS. It, 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 you damage someone's immune system. There is like a thousand different things that could end up killing you that might not have killed you if your immune system was running at 100%. So you, you use the jab as something to damage people's immune systems, and then it's very hard to trace what really did it. But we have been able to. That's the amazing thing. We've been able to know for sure that this has been a bioweapon. We know this for sure. We know it damages the immune system. It's not a debate anymore. So then I have to look at that and say, God has exposed all of this. And whether people accept it or not, that's up to you, whether you accept the information as true or not. But I believe God has warned us, and this goes all, and it all ties in with what we're seeing around the world. And what are we seeing around the world? We're, and with Israel and with America under constant threat, I believe God reveals the sins of a nation, warning them so that they can't complain if he's going to judge them. And if judgment is coming, one of the things God would reveal is that America's pharmaceutical companies damaged the entire world and poisoned the entire world. Well, I believe God has exposed that. And I, I, I pray for the people who have been vaccinated. I am bedridden from cancer, and I know there's people that are as bad off as me, and they've been vaccinated, but I also know they could have a ticking time bomb in their body, and they could be dead before me. And I think God has exposed all of this, and I am hoping and praying that Jesus will come back and save his church because we are heading into judgment. It, it, that, I, I can't conclude anything else that, than that. From my Christian point of view, I, I don't see how we're not. So then I have to ask you, do you feel that God has exposed America's sins? Do you feel he's exposed it enough that he could place judgment on America? Do you feel like the end times is about to occur? Uh, the tribulation is right around the corner. Are you going to get right with God? Are you going to repent? Because today could be the last day. We don't know. With, with what we're seeing in this vaccine, a blood clot could hit you and hit you in your brain, and you didn't even know it was there. So I ask that you don't delay it. Repent. Ask Jesus to come into your heart, forgive you of all your sins. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through him. I love you guys. See ya! Hey guys, don't forget to subscribe to my dad's channel. It's free, and you stay informed. Now that's a win-win. See ya! They say I'm part of a global plan. I don't think so. It's too hot, it's too cold. You know what? The weather changes. Here's the news, Dad. Nope.
It's hard to tell what's real and what's fake these days. Ditch the fake news and always get the truth. Go to thenewamerican.com.